Welcome back to our show. Welcome everybody. This is Twanda. And this is Ramel. And this is Scott Burks coming from Cincinnati, Ohio. All right. Hey. Well, I can Twanda, just there's there's a, a, this is a different voice. Yeah. Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> I I figured somebody who normally listens to our show is like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's a people voice in the house today. <laughs> you know, we decided that today, based on our topic, whether uh, about men and women being friends, we thought it would be a fantastic idea to get a male perspective on the matter. So we invited a guest co-host to join us today. Scott, thank you so much for coming and being on the show with us today. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes. Well, first of all, I'm Scott Burks again, and I live in Cincinnati, Ohio now. Um, I'm British from Brooklyn, New York. I grew up in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Where I actually I'm from Winston-Salem. And um, <laughs> I went to NC State for undergrad. Um, so I'm used, to, I'm used to being mediocre because of Wolfpack never wearing anything. <laughs> <laughs> since I've been a student there, that's not the time. Uh, I went to A&T, North Carolina A&T for my first graduate graduate uh, degree in biology. So I'm a trained biologist for those who don't who don't know. I didn't know uh, that. I started doing that, and so I went back to my computer science background. And so, very long story short, I I stumbled upon the graduate program at NC State, my alma mater, and physics. Uh, so, which is where. Now I'm connected to this young lady right here, Twanda, because she attended the same program three years after I finished. So happy to connect there. Uh, and and uh, one more, I guess, well, two more things. I'm a database uh, designer and programmer. I, I, I have a background, in, and I'm not trying to sound too technical, so I'll keep it as simple as I can. And two database languages called SAS and SQL. Uh, database languages. So I'm doing the latter right now and I'm loving it. Um, but um, I've been doing that for a while and actually I've been doing it in the database world for going on 10 years. So that's that's what I've been up to. And last but not least, speaking of podcasts, I have a podcast of my own where I normally join like, like my brother in sports named Dwayne Nash, who is also an a graduate, um, who we kind of overlap. A little bit. Um, I'm slightly older than he is, but 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 anyway, the podcast called the Clown Time, the Clown Hour, Clown Spell with K. And the reason why it's called Clown because that's my. I nickname. was gonna ask, so. It's my nickname in college, and so that's a long story that would take the rest of this time. So, basically, I love to cut up, and I typically sometimes don't know how to act. So that's kind of I got that. But anyway, <laughs> um, but there, like I figure since I love sports with passion mm-hmm. and, and everything um i pretty much uh would like like i started with a blog and then now i started with a podcast for about five years in counting and also what's germane to this discussion is i've been happily married for the past 13 years um and uh you know this actually this coming uh cause i got married in 2006 so this coming august august 12th we're making 14. Okay, All let's right. go with 14 then. Yeah, 14. <laughs> 14. You're going to make it have, to 14, right? You got that? Right. Okay, okay good, good. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> well, I thought the uh, the 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 uh, the uh, limit the uh, the uh, the uh, the uh, Mendoza line, if you will, was fifteen. Kind of, like, I guess that I guess milestone ish. You know, like even numbers like 10, 15, 20, I don't know. You said fifteen was an even number. That's interesting. We got an analytic one on a, on our hands today. <laughs> yeah. No, not even as the even and odd, but you know, one of those milestone things. Milestone, yeah. I got you. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I want to jump into our topic today, Ramel. This is this is one we've been thinking about for a long time. We have, and, you know, it's just us ladies and we have our opinions and we are very opinionated. I'm not sure um, you guys, you listeners, if y'all heard our last episode, uh, our, <laughs> what, what the, was uh, the uh, unpopular opinions. Oh, yeah. Uh, unpopular opinions. opinions. I'm yeah. going to tell you, this is unpopular opinion part two for Twanda because... <laughs> Um, we're going to be talking about whether um, age-old question, can men and women be friends? And before any of us answers that question, I really wanted to explore, why do y'all think this is such a popular question? It's like everybody asks it and debates it and goes over it. And like, why is this such a big deal? Um, go ahead. No, please go, Scott. Okay. Well, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, the, we all look like we're about the same age, so. Hey, did uh, you tell us how old you were? I don't think I heard that, Ramel. Did you say, because we, no. we already talked about how old we were. So. Oh, okay. I, I'll be 47 in September, so I'm 47. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah so. so we're right okay. on the line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah we're about the same age. And um, y'all remember the, well, gosh, a couple movies. One is um, When Harry Met Sally. Y'all remember that one? <laughs> yeah. I yeah. do. I do. I took and a note. Yeah, I was always going to, I'm sorry, I was going to say that one of the funniest things about that is, is I think it was a line, I'm paraphrasing a line from that movie where Billy Crystal's character tells Meg Ryan's character that men and women can't be friends. Mm-hmm. I have it right here. He says, men and women can't be friends. The sex part always gets in the way. Thanks, Scott, for just jumping us right into the pool. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to learn how to swim anyway, so I might as well dive into the deep end. So, um... <laughs> So there you go. Um, but what's thing is, God, this is this is tough because I have friends from college who are women. One of some of my best friends are women, and they're married. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, is that my wife knows some of them, but not most of them. If that makes any sense. And mm-hmm. it's the point where, if say like myself and one of them, let's just say Marilyn. Um, Marilyn and I in the same room, we wouldn't be, you know, trying to, you know, get it on because we just look at each other as just friends, you know, like almost like me and my homeboys, you know, just sitting there chilling, cutting up, you know, just nothing, you know, it's like, there's nothing there other than a a brother and sisterhood, if you will, that's Mm -hmm. gone on for over 20 years. So... You're saying that what, the movie when Harry met Sally got it wrong. The sex part does not always get in the way. Is that not what you're always. saying? Yeah, not always. I mean, unless the the big caveat is unless one is attracted to the other. That's yeah. That's, oh, that's a big caveat. Yeah. So if it's nothing like that, like that's like with me and hell, almost all my female friends these days, then I'm I'm good. 
I'm I'm good. I don't have to worry about it. So do y'all like do this checklist? Hey Scott, how you doing? Do you find me attractive? I don't find you attractive. We can be <laughs> friends. Let's do this. Like how, you know. You, you know, in my case, it was like from being the same classes, because again, this is from college. So mm-hmm. this is from the being the same so class. So all of your friends, your female friends are from college? Yeah. Interesting. My, my so best, this is before you then this is before you got married. Yes, long before. So I'm going to say, I'm going to put a pin in it for now, but one of the things I wanted to talk about is whether it makes a difference when you acquired this friendship. Is it different if you got the friendship before you got married or after? But, you know, uh, we can get to that. We have time. Oh, sure. 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 I mean, this, and this, and you know, that's a good point, Twana, be like, because, I mean, it's so nuanced, right? It's this whole thing is so nuanced, you know, to begin with, because it being different things to different people at different times. But uh, in my, I guess in my case, using me as an example, my my personal thing, I it may be stickier if, say, like it was like a work colleague that I became close with, mm-hmm. who I would probably spend as much time around mm-hmm. as almost as much as my around my wife, and get to know her really well as just as opposed to when i was like 19 20 years old going to organic chem class the eight o'clock classes and then having big not big but study groups where we get to share our own miseries <laughs> and well, understand God, i'm getting yeah. confused first Uh-oh. of all it's okay and now it might not be okay i'm trying to get your story right now i will say that your story reminds me of ramel's story she okay. has good um experiences with um male friends ramel do you want to add yeah. anything to that sure um i have friends guy friends from way back in fact actually just before this call um talked with one of them uh today and i think one of the things that i share with scott is that um i my friends that are guys i consider them to be like brothers i there's like nothing in this world that would make me like want to be with one of my guy friends like i'm we are so um far past mm-hmm. that kind of um thinking yeah right. it's it's not like that it's like truly a brotherhood sisterhood um kind of uh thing and you know it's funny though i actually have a friend um who i went to college with he's a guy and he had said a long time ago he even said girl guys and women they cannot be friends but yet and still we never had a relationship besides friendship and we're still friends today. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I think it's just a mindset. You know, I think he thought that that's just not the way things can work, but obviously our friendship has shown that it, it can, and it does. It can. So let me throw a little monkey wrench in things, you know, mm-hmm. you know, because I did a little internet research and I decided <laughs> to figure out what does Steve Harvey say? You oh, know. Lord. Well, first off, okay. he got uh, married uh, and divorced uh, several times. That's not that you know, he might have some experience uh, on stuff like this. Uh, he wrote some books, you know. Anyway. Okay, that said, makes him an expert. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, he said 
It's mm-hmm. almost virtually impossible for a man to be a woman's friend. The only reason where f- your friend is because you've made it perfectly clear it will go no further than this. The friend hopes that one day there will be a crack in the door, a chink in the armor. And uh, that comes from his book, Straight Talk, No Chaser. Mm. So, I think that might be true for him. But I don't, I mean, honestly, I do not think that that necessarily, I, I think it can be the truth, but I don't think it is all exclusive thing. Like it's all this way. No, I don't think that. I have a name for those guys um, or those friends. Um, mm-hmm. I call them friends in waiting. Um, and those are the friends who make it clear to you, oh, I am attracted to you. And if anything ever goes wrong with that dude, I'll be here. You know, yeah. it's those it's the it's the guy who lets you know that or the, the friend who lets you know that they're interested. Like they won't let just let it keep it at a, 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 a brother sister relationship level. They always just kind of sneak in, you know, I'll be there for you. It was his name. Mess up. You know, I got you. And I call those friends in waiting. That doesn't represent all men. I was just saying uh, that's what Steve Harvey was referring to. And I think that I know, I know for a fact that is very real. So no friends in waiting for you, right, Ramel? Oh, no. Mm -mm. I was going to ask y'all, do y'all have friends in waiting? (laughs) No. Well, no, I don't keep friends in waiting. As soon as they show themselves to be that way, which they don't take long to do. It's Mm -hmm. like, you know what, I'm... I, uh, I, I haven't had the wonderful experiences you guys have had when it comes to um, having friends and having a brother-sister relationship. And I, mm-hmm. I really think I would have liked that because I didn't have any brothers growing up. And it just would have been cool. But what I did have is cousins that were pretty close and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. So if you were to ask me, can men and women be friends? Um, uh, I would say it depends. Maybe it's possible. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. Take heed and proceed with caution. Don't, I will not give a blanket thumbs up, especially when it deals with married people, because I think the sexual attraction thing is real. You know, like, sure. um, sure. when you take medicine that, you know, might be a treatment for something, but then it says, uh, a low voice says, may cause heart attack or stroke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's how I feel <laughs> about um, uh, the relationships. You just have to know the pitfalls, create some boundaries, you know, I, and I just don't, I don't assume everything will be all right. But that's because my experiences have not been those where people are just like, I want to be a brother to you. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I don't have that experience at all. I mean, the guy friends that I have, um, you, I've told you this to one. I have guy friends who, um, at one time they had girlfriends. We would go out. We would all go out. Like it would be the threesome. I would be the third wheel, but it didn't matter because I was, it was like going out with friends. Um, Mm -hmm. I never had anybody who let me know in any kind of way they were a friend in waiting. Um, and I, I just don't see it as being complicated, to be honest with you. You mentioned that it can be complicated. I don't think true 
friendships between just platonic friendships between men and women are complicated. It's just that. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I mean, again, I, I just think about my situation. Um, I, I think the more your significant other or spouse knows about said friend, the more right. it is anyway, because mm-hmm. I have like, I'll give you one example. This, this friend of mine I've known like well before I, I met my wife, maybe in 2000, 1999-2000-ish. Um, she resurfaced again when we moved back here because like Cincinnati is my wife's hometown, just for full disclosure. And I lived here before, from 99 to 03. That's when, it, that's when, that's when I, I started dating her. Um, so at any rate, this other person that I've known for a long time. And when, I, when I st- we started to know each other, she was dating someone else. And I'll be real, like, there was, there was a little attraction there. I mean, because, again, I was single. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I had no attachment, zero attachment at that point in, my, in time. Right. So fast forward um, from 99 to 2015, fast forward 16 years, okay? We run to each other again. And I'm like, well, hey, I'm back in town. I'm, I'm with my family. I, I tell about my family. So my friend, my old friend, wants to meet my family as well. So long story short, we, we all connected like she, like, like, like she met my wife and my son. And to the point where if I was to tell my wife, hey, me and such and such, we're going to lunch or, or, or whatever, we're going to do this, that, that and the third, like, like just for lunch, and then that was that, then she wouldn't mind. Because mm-hmm. she spent enough time around her to, to know, hey, it's nothing there. Right. And we make it abundantly clear to each other. My friend and I, not we don't tell each other, but it's it's understood mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's nothing there. Yeah. So so in situations like that, it's not a big deal. So I, I so basically, not all my close female friends had the pleasure of meeting my me and my wife because well in different parts of the country. Right. Um, but they know about her through Facebook. They comment on our photos and stuff like that to the point where, where my wife's got to know some some of them through passing because of that. And, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. And again, most of them are married anyway with their own family, with their own lives. And there was never, there was never, ever, 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 ever any type of attraction between those people mm-hmm. and myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, let me. Yeah. I, I I went to. I knew where Ramel stood on this. I didn't completely know where you, Scott, stood on this, which I thought was a good thing. You know, I just wanted to to have um, a unrehearsed conversation, but I did sure. go to some articles, and All so right. I, I went to. <laughs> She's like Ramel. Roll just, tape. I'm just saying. <laughs> So I went to um, an article in Essence, and it was about why can't men and women be just friends? The question was, why can't, why can't this be? And the author is a, a married woman. And while she and the other married woman in the room that they had, they both felt like um, they had uh, conflict-free uh, friends with uh, men, because the two women, married women. Uh, mm-hmm. She and her husband both have opposite sex friends and is conflict free. Um, she did make a note in her 
hers that said that they were all friends. They were friends with these people before they got married, which is why I was like, hmm, is that, does that make a difference? But the, what, what I wanted to share was that she had another single man and another single woman in the room. And since we don't have any single people in the room, I had to fabricate them through essence. And it says that the single man says, no man ever wants to be just friends with an attractive woman. If he says so, he's lying. And then the single woman says she never met a guy who was truly okay with just being friends and didn't want more out of the deal. And the married man said no way he would be okay with his wife having a close male friendship. Now, the author of this was like, well, I'm shocked. I can't relate to this at all, which is kind of like what I expect you two to be saying as well. But I wanted yeah. to bring up that there are other like I I think the reason why this is a debate and why people keep bringing up this question is that there's a side of the fence that feels like, and it's men, I, I don't know. I, I didn't write it, Scott. I'm just reading <laughs> off the essence. You're thing, just recording. I just, you know, it's, it's Steve Harvey and essence and all. I just, you know, <laughs> doing research and journalism right here. But it sounds like there's a group of people who feel like it's not okay or that that men always have a underlying um, uh, desire, like they have a different motivation for our goal for the friendship. Now, I hear you, and I believe you, um, and I believe Ramel says she's got uh, friends who they're just straight up, brother, mm -hmm. you know, brotherly situations. But I don't. I'm not at all surprised by what these people say here, because I'm. I just remember I've just. I think I, um, early on, I had experiences where I saw friendships go go bad or, you know, like um, married people who were friends who then had an affair. Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I, I saw that sure. um, happen. I Some of the best advice I have to people, as I'll say, if you're looking for somebody to marry, you want to have a good relationship, you start with a good friend. <laughs> I'd say, ma yeah. I married my friend. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, he was just mm -hmm. actually supposed to be my friend, but I realized I liked him more than the guy I was kind of sort of dating. And I was like, look, bro, you got to go. I, I, I see somebody else. So I was, I was in college. So, you know, nothing big, nobody was married or nothing. But <clears throat> what I, I just wanted to say, um, I have just, I, I see friendships that because, and I'm also a psychology major undergrad, and I love studying people and relationships. And so I've done other research and studying about um, attractive and what attraction and what causes attraction and spending a lot of time, like Scott, you talked about working so much that you might work more mm -hmm. than around a person than you actually spend with your spouse. That can happen these days. Oh, and yes. You develop workplace friendships or your work wife or your work husband. Mm -hmm. um, and um, I do, you know, know from study, spending time together builds up the, the intimacy such that you have to keep your eyes open and recognize the pitfalls that are available that some people fall into. It could be that you guys have done a great job with innately knowing how what the boundaries were. You know, you guys and your friends kind of know how not to fall into pitfalls. I think a lot of people... Mm -hmm don't really have that well, skill. Go I think ahead. I think I want to chime in kind of with um with what Scott said is that um 
if you're going to have a friend who is the opposite sex, the very first thing, if you're married, your spouse has to be comfortable with that person. You know, there has to be an openness and they have to be comfortable that the relationship Mm -hmm. is just a friend relationship. And um, like my guy friends will go Jimmy and they, you know, they they might go off and do something without me. You know, they they don't necessarily need me to be there. That's the kind of friendship that I have with them because um, it's very open. You know, if I'm talking to one of my guy friends on the phone, if Jimmy walks in the room, it's like, tell, tell Jim, I said, what's up? Because there's there's that relationship now too, and they and not all my friends are like you know best friends with my husband, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying there's that respect, and Jimmy knows my my friends, and um, there has to be that open line of communication, or else you're just whoo, yeah, it's a problem. And that's the thing. And uh, let me tell you all this too. Um, like most of these people, like examples I gave you, like mm-hmm. occur with friends of mine who I've known before I met my even met my wife. So right. that's that's a given. I'm gonna add another wrinkle to it. When I was working at Shaw, this is right after I finished the AC State program and mm-hmm. analyst, I was a webmaster. So I would talk to this me, me and the right then interface with people from other departments because one of my big jobs at the time when my big priorities was to make sure that web, the website was updated because it was not updated. So I had to talk to a lot of people all, all over the, the school. Thankfully, it was a small school. Um, but there was this one system, well, two systems. Two of my AKs, by the way, uh, they're a source of mine. I'm an FIA in the house. Um, we, <laughs> you just throw that in there. there. Okay, that's fine. I, that's fine. I know you were saying that, so I had to throw that in there. But uh, <laughs> at any rate, um, what was I saying? Yeah. So. Two, I made a race to speak with two of them. One for one from the honors college. Well, actually, one was from the honors college. One was from the career center. So again, small school, small HBCU. So they both came to my office, and so we just hit it off. As a matter of fact, they bought the funny thing was they thought I was a cop because I was wearing a red, red button-down shirt and and white cream colored slacks. So I'm yeah, that does look Kappa ish. No. I'm like, I'm with a no. I'm, 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 I'm like, oh, okay. So that's how we became connected, right? And so one one was married, and the other is to this day is still single. And so the one who was single and I, we connected the most because mm-hmm. we have a lot in common. And mm-hmm. so she's older than I am. She's like my big sister. She's like maybe six or seven years older than me. So long story short, we like the the uh, the bros like in uh, in, in the chapter in Raleigh at the time had the uh, joint thing with the sores chapter in Raleigh as well. There are mm-hmm. two of them, but one but one in Raleigh. So those two sisters were there, happened to be there, and so they were like you know beforehand they were like like doing the wigs like hey are you going to be at this thing? Said, yeah, my my family my. And then my baby boy was there, which was going to be there. So they're like, cool, we'll meet them. So that Saturday came, both of them met each other. They all met each other. You know, mm-hmm. so they, they met my wife, the one who became more my big sister who was single. She, she and my wife really connected well to the point where, you know, it's not, a, it wasn't a big deal. We used to go by her house a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, she sometimes have her nieces over. 
some friends, other friends of hers over. We all would connect. She had some a, a couple of guys who she was dating over at different times, obviously. But she would have them over. And so we all would hang out. So we saw a lot of each other outside of campus and, you know, and everything else. And so my wife got to have a lot of FaceTime with her as well with, uh, I won't call her name, but. That's fine. That makes sense. Yeah. So she had, let's just make up a name, April. So her and April were able to like connect like uh, several times outside Mm -hmm. of campus, outside of me. So to the point where she, my wife didn't have a problem with April at all. And because April and I, we were like, please. And of course, people who were jealous started trying to start rumors because we hang out a lot. Again, she's my big sister. Mm-hmm. I asked for, for advice and things like that, like what to do for Valentine's Day, stuff like that. Just get advice from her. Right. And so, 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 yeah, she was like, hey, Scott, she called me on the phone. You know what these ninjas are saying on campus. So she was thinking, still telling me things like that. Right. And so I know then for we both knew that it was nothing there, not that anything would be there, but we knew that nothing was there, that everything was cool, that we could, that nothing could be uncomfortable. And I told my wife this, that the, the following, that same day, and she was like, mm-hmm. she's shaking her head, but yeah. But and- it's all about, it's, to me, it's all about transparency. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as long as, as long as it's above board, and if no one sees a big deal, if there's no big deal there to begin with, I don't know if that makes any sense, but actually I'm just, oh. that's just my two cents with, with that. I hear you. Well, I, I oh, go ahead, Tony. No, I was just going to say that um, what I'm hearing from you um, is that you're very open with your wife. She's had a chance to meet people. She's completely comfortable. And the biggest controversy i would say has been exterior even outside of your house it's Mm -hmm. not like your wife feels funny or it's just that everybody's other people are Mm -hmm. talking and so that seems to to work and i don't think ramel you've even had any conflict at all so it's just kind Mm -hmm. of been um just just working i will tell you i will tell you this though um jimmy had a friend who was a girl (laughs) and um this was back when we were working in Boston and I kept, he kept on mentioning her and I was like, what in the world? Like, who is this person? I said, you know, we need to go out to dinner cause I need to know this person. Right. And so we went to dinner and the funny thing is, is I basically stole his friend. Because- yes, she <laughs> did. We have gone on mommy retreats with this woman. <laughs> I, I basically stole his friend. <laughs> you, you did, you did, did. And, and and to me that makes sense. Uh, go ahead, Ramel. Yeah, it was it was funny because I just wanted to know, like, I wanted to be able to know her and know her intent, and her intent was just strictly friendship, and Jim's um, intent was strictly friendship, and so mm-hmm. that was fine, and they were fine, and we liked each other. So then we became friends and we're still friends. It passed the sniff test. I get it. Let Mm -hmm. me tell you when um, I met a guy at work at uh, NC state and I was like, okay, this is a cool brother. He was smart and he had good conversation and there weren't that many uh, black men working at NC state and I was working there. Um, And so we uh, became friends and I was like, you know what? You should meet my husband. 
Mm-hmm. Then my husband stole my friend. <laughs> <laughs> they were fraternity brothers. And, you know, I just want to make the That's connection it. and have them meet each other. And, and everything was, was cool. But I, he started having some problems with his wife. I like, you know, marital issues. And we have a line as, you know, I'm not talking to you about your problems with your wife. And then he, right. had, he had my husband to talk to. And then as things changed and, and their relationship fell apart, uh, he and his wife, he had, he had my husband to talk to. And I'm, and now they go hang out and they go on men retreat. Like they go hang out together. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Um, we actually don't talk as much. He's, uh, you know, now. I, so I had a, I had a potential for a good male friend who's really <laughs> respectable. Like he never uh-huh. said anything bad. Like this was going to be, I was like, I could see that as a possibility. Then my husband mm-hmm. told him. So I, I don't, I, <laughs> I don't know. I got a good example of that. When I was working at the EPA, there was a sore of mine who I met, like we, uh, we were actually coming from different places at an airport. Mm-hmm. So got me to see my, my, my alpha gear. So we just got to start talking and found out she worked the same EPA as me. And so basically she's like, well, you should meet my husband, blah, blah, blah. You know, just, we, we should get the families together. And how about, her husband and I started texting each other outside of that. And, <laughs> and just, you know, you know, it's just because, like, we, like, as a matter of fact, I should, probably should, should drop him a line because we talked more <laughs> than his wife and I. And his wife and I knew each other before she introduced her, him to me and, and my wife to her. And right. so we go double dates and stuff like that. And we, 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 we actually connected a lot outside of work. And yeah, I started. He, she became one of my boys, basically. I just hit him up, <laughs> hey, man, what you doing? Yeah, stuff and stuff like that. So, <laughs> that is and, cool. And, and another thing, is, I was going to say, like, my wife has several male friends that I met while we were dating. Okay. And so mm-hmm. now we're really cool with each other. Like, mm-hmm. like that was some years ago. And then we all reconnected, and I hang with them <laughs> more than they hang with her. So my question to you both um, is, do do y'all innately have some boundaries? Were there any boundaries about um, we don't talk about these things or we don't hang out like this or um, you have to meet you have to meet my spouse first? Like, did you have any rules to making this work? Because you've got it and it's working great. And I think what you guys have is something um, other people clearly based on the people I found online feel like that's not as easy to do. So, you know, can you give us any tips how to, how to make that work? Well, we got to make both well, two things. A, you got to make sure you got to tell the spouse or significant other, well, spouse in this case about okay. that person. Got to tell them, especially if you, if you've got that if the chemistry is something. Chemistry is something okay. else. So mm-hmm. if, if the chemistry's there, like you would just seem like you're being one of your homegirls, getting together with one of your boys, or in my case, get together with one of my boys. It's a chemistry there. Mm-hmm. So if the chemistry's there. You, I feel you gotta tell mom. You gotta tell the missus mm-hmm. about yeah, hey, you know this person, this person at work is funny, blah blah blah. Tell what she's doing and stuff like that to the point where. Didn't you suggest then? Hey, maybe we we can get the families together, stuff like that. I've, I've done that before, mm-hmm. and uh, and in the case where 
if 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 we just want to go out just for lunch or to shoot the breeze, I have to bring. I feel like I, there has to be a third person. There has yeah. to be. Otherwise, well, it would work. I'll tell you when I um when I was actually just out of college, mm-hmm. I think one of my guy friends I was talking to on the phone and. Jimmy actually came to visit me. We weren't actually, we were actually in different states at that point. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to my guy friend and Jimmy came into the room and he was like, Oh, tell Jim what's up. I'll talk to you later. And I was like, why are you getting off the phone? He's like, that's disrespectful. You don't, you know, you don't do that. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember thinking like, cause I just didn't have any real experience. And I just, mm-hmm. I just saw him as being my friend and um, didn't think anything beyond that, right? right? But what by him doing that, it let me know, like it kind of helped me pinpoint that there I, that I needed to be more careful about the way I was with my guy mm-hmm. friends because I didn't think about it at all. I just thought, this is my friend. He's my, he's my boyfriend. He's, you know, my fiance and I'm not interested in my friend. I interested in my fiance, but he's the one who was just like, no, that's disrespectful. You don't do that. And, um, I, I always carried that with me because I, once Jimmy and I started being like actually married, I realized like, Hey, I have to actually, I can't, it's not a girlfriend. My guy friends are not girlfriends. And so mm-hmm. I have to be respectful of my husband um, in that. Mm-hmm. And so that was really actually the first time I even thought about the fact that I had the guy, these guy friends because they have been, I've been friends with them so long, even in college. I mean, you know, some of my guy friends I've known since they were nine years old. Right. Mm-hmm. One guy friend I had since he was nine years old. So yeah. Damn, yeah. that's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I oh you wanna say something else, Scott? No, 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 I'm good. I had these um because you know, I did my research, right? And <laughs> I found something else online that mm-hmm. I thought was interesting. And I thought maybe if we had time, you could give any um up uh any comments that you have on the five points of this. Uh, article. It says five okay. ways to keep, this one says five ways to keep your male friendships purely platonic, but it doesn't have to be sex gender specific. Um, okay. How to keep your friendships platonic. Um, mm-hmm. And it was funny because you said some of these things already and I thought that oh, was neat. Okay. Like y'all could have okay. wrote the article, right? So <laughs> the number one, it said communicate with your partner and respect their feelings. So um, it was saying um, make sure your partner is comfortable with the friendship because if they if they aren't, it's a red flag. And yeah. you make sure they're comfortable by being open about it and communicating and making sure um, they know each other mm-hmm. and have have an opportunity to get to to meet and things like that. And y'all said that as well. So let's yeah. you know, check for both of y'all. Congratulations. <laughs> this was written by marriage therapists, so you know, okay. I mean, you might have a sec- second, third, fourth. Goodness, Scott, what are you on? Like the seventh career? Okay, any day, anyway. Something like that. <laughs> I've been around. Um, um, nothing should feel like a secret. So that's kind of like the first one. Make sure communicate right. and make sure you know um, 
everybody's cool with the, the friendship. And number two, nothing should feel like a secret. Whatever you say with your friend should be something, if you ask yourself, you know, if my spouse heard, heard this conversation, mm-hmm. you know, I'd be fine with it. If you can't say right. that, something's wrong. So I see you nodding right. to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never mm-hmm. let someone become an alternative. Mm. And it says, mm-hmm. don't discuss relationship troubles with anyone oh, who yeah. could be seen as alternatives, like an alternative yeah. partner. Yeah. So you don't confide in your friend more than you confide in your spouse, because that's when they yeah. start to become. That's like, a hard no. That's, that's a, a hard, hard no. But no. I will tell you when people are working together and they spend a lot of time and, you know, things like that could have like, well, who else do you tell my mother-in-law? Cause we interviewed our, um, my in-laws and Ramel's parents for a um, relationship, you know, learning from the experts who've been married for 50 years. Well, mm. when I knew we were going to have this conversation, I asked her about this topic as well. Mm-hmm. And um, she was like, definitely when you have a close friend, they get to know your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities and they could take advantage of those, whether they're doing it on purpose or not. So you just want to be careful because anybody who's your close friend, you develop a intimacy or a, emotional mm-hmm. closeness. So you just want to make sure never let somebody else become your alternative. Mm. Um, the fourth one was put boundaries in place before you get in a tricky situation. Mm. Yeah, I think that's kind of like what you were talking about, Scott. Like if you're going to go to lunch have you know it's not by yourself with somebody it's mm-hmm. in a group that put, kind of thing one more person with you or yeah. A group. Yeah. yeah you and and let's see it says put boundaries in place so boundaries at work and in your friendships not just physical but emotional boundaries mm-hmm. um and boundaries will oh i like this one boundaries will be different uh, for different couples. So find out what's comfortable in your marriage. I'm all about do what works for you. Stop doing right. what's not working, you know? Right. Um, and then number five was make sure all friends are friends of the marriage. And that is supposed the friends of the marriage are people who, who reinforce the value of marriage in general, but specifically they're mm-hmm. friends of your marriage and they're interested. If you come to them with a marital complaint, they will come back at you with problem-solving approach that supports continued commitment in that. Kind of like a support group um, who will root you on and won't say, girl, you just need to leave him. Mm-hmm. Right. Not that person. <laughs> <laughs> right. You worth your time anyway. That's you right. Know, <laughs> you don't need him. You worth it anyway. Yes, y'all could have y'all could have written that that article. Y'all, y'all talked about a lot of those things. Yeah, but I think they're I think they are on the right track, and I think that is all of those things are really important. Um, if you have a guy or a yeah guy girl relationship that is specifically outside of your marriage, it has you have to be very transparent, and you have to have the right intent. If you have the wrong intent, it doesn't matter because it's it's going to seep out. It's going to it's going to come to the top. It's going to it will be, you know, something will happen. Right. So, you know, one of the things that came out this time um, 
that okay. uh, one of the things that came out this time I thought was neat was that um, I listened that you all didn't develop friendships after marriage. And I was like, why am I having trouble? Because I don't really, I have plenty of girlfriends. I'm feeling pretty good. Like I have the friendships <laughs> I need. You guys don't go out trying to necessarily acquire mm -hmm. these new friends after marriage. No. And I don't no. think, mm -mm. and I think for me, I haven't done that either. It's just like, it's just, I got married I as a baby. <laughs> I right. don't look for I don't look for friends anymore. I don't either. I mean, period. I, 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 I see women I that I was like, oh, we could <laughs> yeah. be great friends, but my friend card is full, of friends, <laughs> so I don't have any space. So, do any of you have um, friends, male, uh, opposite sex friends that you have acquired since you've been married? Uh, uh, that's so I funny. I can sorta. see them both, and they're thinking really hard. Kind of it's it's harder more. because like yeah. I think when you're not married, mm -hmm. you are you have that leverage to like be more open and you mm -hmm. know, like some of my guy friends have, you know, been around since well before Jimmy. So, you know, they've been through the litany of people that I've talked to or whatever. Mm -hmm. right. And um and so that is like it develops. And then so once you're married, I think it's a little harder to incorporate mm, a new male friendship. That's for me anyway. I think because it, I think it, I wouldn't want to be inappropriate with somebody sure. like I didn't know, you know, and I didn't, I wouldn't want to put myself in a position where mm -hmm. um, it could be perceived as inappropriate at that point. So I don't I don't look for, I don't look for male friendship, but if it happened naturally, I guess I would still be okay with it. But I think once you're married, I think it's a little trickier it, to just like add to your yeah. roster of friends that How way. About you, Scott? Yeah, it's, different. Yeah, it's different. It's very different. Um, there's this couple, couple of no, what, three women who I became friends with through my old job. Mm -hmm. my previous job at Duke. And so I'm not that I've gone out to lunch or dinner with the other one, but the with two of my sisters, one was a, a white lady. Um, they're both, all three are older than me. Mm -hmm. But if I were to go hang out with one of the sisters, it had to be with both of them at the same time. Mm -hmm. It had to be with both of them. You just, it's just a rule yeah. you made up. You decided this is what. Yeah, it had to be both of them. So if I asked one, if I ask one, hey, what are you doing for lunch? Then, then we'll either one or the other would would suggest let's get to see what the others do, and try yeah. to make three. Mm -hmm. yeah. just just a just 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 like a pair, like 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 a couple. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it looks a little bit weird. Now, I would say that there's one person. She's like my another. All these women are like older than me, but she was our old admin at my old job, mm -hmm. and so. Like my wife would basically, like she she knew her from like 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 we went to her church things like that. So she's very comfortable with her, and so she's she's not a threat. She has her own family, her own kids, grandkids. So really, right. I just it's just like a almost like a big sister motherly thing. But mm. outside of those three, it's a hard no. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's yeah. interesting. See, I got married at twenty two. Okay. And like immediately, immediately after graduating from college. So I wonder if that has a, a 
something to do with why it's, it seems just, I have a completely different experience than what y'all are talking about. So <laughs> it was like, oh, that was interesting. I, look, guys, we are running out of time and I was having so much fun. Yeah. 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 So we could talk I, about this for hours. I think we probably could, and maybe we maybe we should come back and and do a part two, and maybe get a single person, like a single man or a single woman. I don't know. Does it does that matter? You know, does that make a difference in in this at all? I think it does. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it. I think it. I think it does. Being single and being married. Um, you have to approach things differently. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, if you're, if you're single and you're, you and your friend get together, then who's hurt. Right. But if you're, if you're married and your friend and you get together, then that, that's a whole different ball. Yeah. Of, ball of wax. Say, look, yeah. Well, we are out of time. Oh my goodness. God, thank you so much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Yes. Um, and I will make sure to check out your podcast and um, tell us what it is really quickly, really quickly. Yeah, it's called The Clown Art. It's Clown Spell with K. You find me on iTunes. It's through blogtalkradio.com. But you can find me on iTunes. We'll put it in awesome. our, our notes. All right. Thank you so right. much for thank joining you. us. And until next time, peace, peace and, and blessings. blessings. Thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Girl Podcast. That's Girl with three R's. And if you want to participate in our segment, Ask Your Girlfriends, email us at girlpodcast at gmail.com. That's Girl with three R's. (laughs) So until next time, peace Peace and and blessings. blessings.